Hey guys, welcome back to Shit to Talk About. I am Marissa and I am joined by Becca Donis today. Becca, you want to introduce yourself to the people? Yes, my name is, well, you said it, Becca Donis. Um, I am uh, the creator of Vote. We actually changed our name from Vote for Our City to Vote for the Valley. And so I started this organization, as you know, there's so much going on in our country. And so I just felt like we just needed a next step um, from the protesting, from everything that, you know, we've just been shouting out to like, okay, well, now let's vote. And I feel like just voting is just the most important thing that, that needs to happen, especially for change. And um, yeah, so that's a little bit, I'm from Modesto, California. So I lived here. Uh, I A year ago, I lived in Fort Worth, Texas. I learned so much from that community. So shout Shout out to Fort Worth. There, there go. we go. Um, yeah, so just a little about me. I'm 24, but I do turn 25 next week. Cool. Birthday. There you go. Oh, quarantine <laughs> birthday. There <laughs> we go. <laughs> kind of, sort of. All right, so um, I was on the Instagram today, and I did see that there was a little collaboration situation going on with yeah. Santa Valley Black Lives Matter. You want to touch on that? What's going on with your page and their page? Yeah. Well, first of all, thank you for having me on. I forgot to say thank you. Oh, there we go. Thank you. I'm grateful for uh, for you to invite me. In a, and we're, like I said, I feel like I birthed something. It's like a baby, like a little baby. Has not learned how to walk yet, but it's definitely getting all the gifts from the aunts and grandmas yeah. and uncles. So we're like, all right, <laughs> what are we to do with all of this toys that we're getting right now? Yeah. Um, yeah, so kind of the collaboration. Um, the person who started Central Valley uh, Black Lives Matter, Lies matter. Um, her name's uh, Leonella, and so she kind of started this when all of this, all of the protesting, all of the deaths, like it was like very much in the beginning. It's like early, like May, I think. And so from there, she just got this huge following, and you know, it was awesome. And she was just reposting, and I think uh, kind of from her perspective, she just wanted she wanted a next step, but she didn't know what that next step was. Now I come into the picture where I. I'm, I see the next step and, you know, I went to a, sun, uh, a couple Sundays ago, it was Modesto's March. Uh, one of our good, one of my friends, uh, Bree Jones, um, shout out to her. She did this amazing March. She brought a lot of other people from the community out and it was amazing. And I think from there, it kind of just sparked something in me of like, I want to be a part. I want to have a voice. I, I want, I feel like there's, there's something important happening in our country. And I feel like if we, if we don't engage in the conversation, we're going to miss out on what's happening. We're going to miss out on on the healing. We're going to miss out on the victory. Like we're just going to miss out if we don't do our part. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what my role was. All I knew is that I do love politics. I have this weird like I have this weird like love for politics. Yeah. It's like very low key. Um, and I just love like engaging listening to all of it. Have you ever watched the show Designated Survivor? Yes, I love Yo, that show. That show, <laughs> that show is amazing. So like that show kind of like get like kind of, you know, like hey Politics is kind of cool. Yeah. Like, I just love how everyone works together. Um, so, you know, I was like, all right, let, let's let's go, like, around, like, the voting, um, kind of, like, the voting part of it and bringing that next step. And it took me, like, a, a couple weeks to, like, actually start this page because it, it's a, it was a huge thing. Like, it, it was a thought. And I'm like, I don't even know how to start. You know, I, I don't have the skills. I don't have the resources. But all I knew is I have a passion. I have a desire. You know, like, I feel like I need to lean on this. And so finally I did. I posted my video. And I went onto Instagram. And then bada bing, bada boom. It's everywhere. People are following the page. People are like, yes, like, this is the next step. And this is where um, Leonella comes in. And she 
looks at my page. She's like, oh my goodness, like this is what I've been wanting for my page. And so kind of we just been like talking back and forth and her and her family and a lot of her friends have just like kind of come on to this team that we're kind of building. And then she just pops the question. It's like, do you just want to take over my page? Cause she has over a thousand followers. I was like, yeah, all right, let's do it. You know, like let's I'm down. Um, and now we are collaborating. Uh, so it's not just all on, on me, on one person. Um, everyone has a part in this page. Uh, we even have a Facebook page. Um, we have this whole drive. We want to launch a website. So there's so many moving parts. Um, and what I love about what's going on right now is that uh, even though it does feel rush, it's not, you know, and, and the only reason why it feels rush is because people are wanting information. Mm-hmm. People are wanting to get involved. People are literally like pulling left and right. Like we need people like this. And so we're literally just responding to what's happening right now. And honestly, I'm super grateful and thankful. So that's kind of a little bit of the collab right there. That's so cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, you say, uh, you mentioned like that, you didn't know where to start. I looked at yeah. your page. Um, if you don't know, I do I do social media managing and I do photos. Hey, there we go. I looked at yeah. your page and I'm like, she knows what she's doing. You you have <laughs> you have very effective coloring, call to action posts. Like you know what you're doing. So so you know so far, yeah. you got it. Like legit, you got it. And I seen honestly, you, yeah, yeah. I seen you were also calling for volunteers. You had a meeting, a virtual meeting, also. Mm-hmm. How did that go? Yeah. How how? Yeah, how I mean, we had thirty people that signed up. Um, we had twelve people actually come, which that's normal when it comes to volunteering. You will always have a lot of people that sign up, and then about half of it will actually show up. And so um, that's just normal. But yeah, we're gonna continue to have like kind of these volunteer like hey, we're going to have open town halls. We're going to have open like meetings because we need people. And I, I guess the whole purpose of this page is it's it's a platform that is going to be for the people, by the people. So people are running this. It's not just me. It's not just anyone. It's people. And so um, it's it's a huge it's it's a huge action for sure. But I think it's possible. And so that's that's a little bit behind the background and and I and I know I love how you mentioned like you you know what you're doing. Yeah. I do have a lot of experience with just like um, just like you know other organizations and yeah. other things that I've been involved in, and I've never done any of it. I've just watched from the background. Yeah. And honestly, now you're it's it. yeah. So <laughs> there cool. we go. That's so cool. Um, so uh, you also had mentioned uh, designated survivor. That's are you considering that also your inspiration for the page? You were just like. Politics. I know the, the colors, right? Yes. That's what I was going to say. Yes. <laughs> I was like, wait. I mean, honestly. I see the it pattern. Could be, it could be. What, what was his name again? I forgot his name. I he forgot. was a good president. I, I just knew that I wanted him as a president. I was like, let's vote this yeah. man in office. I don't care if he's an actor. I need him to be my president. Yeah. Man, it's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. That's so funny. <laughs> Yeah, so that and then also the march uh, you said a couple Sundays ago in Modesto, pretty much that all together. Your interest in politics that just inspired this page. Yeah. And did the did the march like really push for it? You were like, okay, now it's really time. Yeah, I think it just showed me. It's actually someone sent me a picture the other day about um, a march uh, that was like fifty to sixty years ago in Modesto to basically march with Selma marcher in Selma. 
um, you know, the Selma March with Martin Luther yeah. King Jr. Yeah, they did a march for that to um, basically support that march. And, and I was like, and so I was like, wow, like, so Modesto is really, we like to be involved, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I like to look at, because um, I, I went to Downey, I went to Somerset, um, I'm from the Bay. Oh, I did not, I'm not gonna say I'm from the Bay. I was born <laughs> in the Bay, but I migrated here in my yeah. middle school. And I feel like once you go to middle school and high school somewhere, you're pretty much from there. You yeah. know, like that's like your yeah. whole We gotta community. be careful with the Bay term in the Central Valley. We know how people get but, <laughs> Very true, very true. So, but I mean, this, I consider this my home. Yeah. You know, I learned so many lessons here and it, it's amazing me. It amazes me how many people would want to leave this place because they think there's nothing in this place. But I'm like, let's really think about the history of Modesto. We had George Lucas that came out of here. Mm-hmm. We had that one actor from the Avengers come out of here. We have talented people here, mm-hmm. you know, and it, and it just tells me something. And so when I was at that Sunday march and looking, uh, most of them were youth, young adult, young families, young millennials, um, older families that are really engaged with the community. Like just getting to see a, a, a sea of people showed me that there are people here that are wanting change, not just for their country, but even for their own city and their community. Yeah. Um, we don't have Stanford University down the street. We don't have UC Berkeley. We don't have these major universities, but it doesn't mean that we're not capable of doing a great and amazing things. You know, we have smart people, we have talented people, we have skillful people, but it's the systems that we've allowed to come into the city to kind of almost label certain people groups as, oh, you know, they're just going to stay there. They're just going to stay there. They're just going to stay there. It's like, no, it, it's it's time for our community to stand up and say, hey, we can bring a crowd out. We yeah. can bring people out. Seriously, we can literally shake. Yeah, we can shake up the city. And I think ever since that March, there's, there has been almost like a shaking and almost like a shift in our city of, well, who's waking up right now? It's the young people. It's the people that just graduated college. Now they've moved back, back homes to their homes. They're the people that are taking notice of these, there's something wrong here and we can fix it. And so, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was interesting. Uh, I went to that March also. I was uh, taking photos. And, uh, I know, I, I know I got a lot of hate for that, but. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I, hey, let the haters hate. I know. I, I just, to me personally, it felt necessary. You know, I, I want to capture yeah. history, not for my own selfish reasons, not to put them on a t-shirt, not to exploit, you know, uh, mm-hmm. black deaths. I'm there, you know, like there's photos in history books and hopefully mine can reach one or somebody. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, it was interesting to see how many young people were there And it also, when I had ran into your page, it made me think, like, I know there's a lot of young kids um, or people our age out there, but do they know what they can do after this, which is voting? Yeah. Like, do they know how to? I can tell you right now, I reached out to you because I don't know what I, I don't know how to do it. (laughs) I'm 23 years old and I'm like, when you were posting stuff, I was like, who, whose name is this? What is going on right now? So, yes, yeah, so pretty much I thank you for that. But speaking about yeah. the marches, the marches brought out um, Josh Harder, which is, if you want to introduce who he is. Yes, he's our uh, House of Rep representative, not State Assembly. He's House of Rep, which means he goes to uh, the Congress in D.C.s and represents out represents us in the House of Representatives. So you uh, you yes. got to meet with him. 
Uh, yeah. What was that? That was incredible. What was that about? Yeah. What was the deal? Details? Honest? Okay, so let me let me just kind of paint this picture here. Um, that same week, uh, before I went, to, uh, I don't know if it was before I went, no, it was after the Sunday March. I went up, I drove up to Sacramento um, to be a part of a march uh, that my friends were hosting. And uh, one of the speakers said um, something about, you know, about young people. You know, the invitation hasn't been made clear. You young people are invited to the table, the table of change. And what he said in, inspired me so much. And I was like, okay, like, I, I want to be a part of that table. So hopefully, like, this is the steps to be a part of that table. Yeah. And then it kind of almost like happened like a like a ripple effect. It was really weird. I think the next day after or that same week, um, I met uh, with the NAACP of Modesto. Um, her name's Wendy. She's the president. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just kind of telling her my ideas of kind of now vote for the valley, kind of just like our our platform, what we want to do, how we can bridge the generational gap in our city, the racial gap. And she was like 100% for it. And then I called her the next day and she just said, hey, uh, Josh Harder is coming to our city. Would you would you like to come and be part of a conversation? And I was like, yeah, let's <laughs> go. Cause that's the freaking house of representatives right yeah. there. You know, like my less professional language right now. <laughs> and so I was like, let's do it. Um, and so, I went not knowing what I was stepping into. And I I think in that moment, I was humbled. I was honored to be a part. And even though he is, um, he's a Democrat, but he's a bipartisan Democrat, mm -hmm. you know? And I think when we hear these terms, Democrat, Republicans, everybody automatically picks a side because, you know, you know, oh, we yeah. have conservative, we have Christianity, we have all of these things. And, and I, I know a lot of people, um, just in the circles that I've been in are con a little conservative and just coming from a Christian background, mm -hmm. um, it can, they can easily dismiss like, Oh, you met with the Democrat. Oh, you met with that by like, you know, just all of these things. And it's like, it's not the fact of the political parties. It's the fact that you got invited to the table. Yeah. And even getting to say, he literally said it was literally about 10, 10 people, less than 15 people that were there. Uh, to represent the community of Modesto and kind of like about what happened. And we just talked about the issues, you know, he just said, I just want to listen. I want to learn. And it, it was, it was very emotional it, just to hear about the trauma and the hurt that's in our communities, the worries. And, and it's funny because he came here thinking that we we're going to talk about criminal justice system, but he said, I realized that this conversation is more than just the criminal justice system. You know, it's all of our systems. You know, and he said, he literally said, like, I'm inspired to know that this, this isn't just about one particular area. It just shows me, shows us that there's so many problems in our country. There's, yeah. there's a lot of things to talk about, you know, and yeah, that was pretty much with the meeting of that. And then he kind of told us how, you know, they're wanting to work on some uh, justice, um, policing uh, legislative that they want to pass through the house. I know we saw one from Trump uh, the other day. Um, I'm not sure if that was connected to what they were doing. I know that they came from the Senate, um, but I know the house of rep, they're wanting to do more of, of that poli policing act. So I have to do a little bit more research on that part. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, it was really honoring just to just be able to talk with our community leaders and talking about the problems in our school systems and, and um, even, you know, to our police, to, to our budget, to even, even looking into our local politics, mm -hmm. you know, like this, this issue isn't just about the, the criminal, it, although it is, there's a lot of problems that needs to get fixed, but this it's highlighting all the other problems that are there yeah. when it comes to systemic racism. Yeah. So. Wow. That's yeah. so cool. I know. Um, I know a couple of the people who um, help organize the Turlock 
Black Lives Matter. I know they were there also. Yeah, they were there. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I know a couple of them. I seen that. I was like, you guys too? Like, whoa, it's, it's crazy. You don't hear yeah. about that stuff happening in the Valley. That's you don't. Why. It's crazy. And you have to understand, the House of Rhett, like, they're busy. Like, yeah. he, he's here, but he's also in D.C. Mm-hmm. You know, like, they're busy all around. So it was very honoring and humbling. That's so, so awesome. Um, so on your page, I seen you're also posting about, um, offices that are open right now or currently. Yeah. Uh, Mm -hmm. so what, what cities are you, uh, focusing on right now on that Instagram page that you really have the details about? Um, so right now I know this, this page is just bigger (laughs) than myself. I will tell you that. Um, it's so bigger than myself. I'm like, Oh yeah, I need you. Um, but right now we're kind of, we're kind of starting with Stanislaus County. Um, and it doesn't mean that we're not going to reach other counties. It's just, that's where we are locally. Uh, that's our influence right now. Yeah. And so obviously in Stanislaus County, you have Waterford, you have Modesto, you have Houston, you have Turlock, Riverbank, Patterson, Newman, Oakdale, and Ceres. And then once you get out of Stanislaus County, you have San Joaquin County that represents a really big city, which is Stockton. I would love to get through Stockton because Stockton there's a lot of things that even just looking at the elected officials, mm-hmm. I'm like, Stockton does need change. There has been a sitting Democrat official for over 10 years representing them at the House of Reps. That that is a very long time, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. And so, like, how does he keep? How does this person keep getting voted? Yeah. I'm just so confused. <laughs> and and so before I start thinking about San Joaquin, just starting with Stanislaus County first, um, doing our best. That's that's where our research team comes in. That's where um, everything we're doing is just gra- getting data mm-hmm. and breaking down that government language to the people because it, it is very hard. Like, have you ever read a bill? I'm like, what is being said? <laughs> what Google what? Translate, please you know? help. <laughs> Honestly, you know, and, and it's like, you have to break that down because that's not my profession. That's not your profession. That's mm-hmm. not a lot of people's professions, yeah. you know? And so um, yeah, so those are, we're kind of starting here, hopefully to branch out. And so before August 7th, so August 7th is the last day for every candidate to be officially on the ballot of 2020. Yeah. yeah. So since yeah. we're on that topic, um, what offices are up right now for elections in the towns that you, yeah. that you specifically okay. focus on? Yeah. So for Modesto, um, we have, uh, the mayor. We have council uh, members that represent District 1, 3, and 6. Um, those are kind of like the four. We also have school districts, but we're not going to go there because that's another huge research. So these yeah. are all um, uh, voted offices for the municipal elections. There we go. Uh, and then Waterford, we have mayor, and then we have a council member. Um, I put treasurer, but I got a lot of people giving me feedback saying that treasurer is actually appointed. Oh, okay. um, which is a little confusing because the state county presents it as an elected office. So I'm like, is that a typo? What's going on here? <laughs> you know? So I'm going to trust the people for yeah. sure. Um, and then Houston, we have mayor and also council member, uh, Turlock. Let's go. <laughs> the, the T, the T locks. Yeah. Um, we have council member district two and four and treasurer as well. Um, Riverbank, we have mayor, district two and four, uh, Patterson, mayor, district A and C, they decided to do letters, not numbers, <laughs> um, Oakdale offices, uh, they have council member, city clerk, and treasurer, 
Uh, Newman has mayor, council, and treasurer, and then series mayor, council member, district three and four, and treasurer. Yeah, and you said all of this by what date? Um, that you should August start looking. August seventh. Okay, cool. August seventh. So, if anyone that's listening that wants to run for these, go for it. You have time. <laughs> um I, you have one month to figure out your whole campaign yeah <laughs> seriously <laughs> so get a pandemic <laughs> get a pandemic yeah um so yeah speaking of pandemic and everything that's going on the marches and everything <laughs> um why why do you feel it is so important for people to be voting uh voting locally for our small elections yeah i um uh, because it's a system our government is such an intrigue system that every part matters you know uh, to to even break down for example i'll use this example of uh, josh harder who's our democratic re representative we voted him so he represents us at the house of reps but just because he's at the house of reps doesn't mean that everything that he wants to do specifically is going to get passed so how law works is that he brings the issues him and his all his other you know house of rep people they come up with laws and legislative and that there's so much that goes in that, but I'm just going to break it down. Uh, they say, let's say they agree on something. Okay. Let's pass, let's pass this bill. So now that bill gets, uh, goes to the Senate. That Senate can also look over the bill, take away things that they don't like, take things that they like, take things that they should. And then that Senate now passes the bill and goes to the president. And that's where the president has the options to either veto it or approve it. And so, that's one part of the system. Mayor, for example, mayor chooses the city's budget. They get to um, appoint certain officials. Um, they have so much say in the city. Also our council members, they represent our districts. So if you don't live in a specific area of the city, you can't, you can't vote for that council member, but you can definitely vote for these candidates that are gonna want to represent that district. And so honestly, the, the reason why local elections are so important, it's because someone represents you and your family. And if you're not, if you don't know the names of people who represent you, then you might vote someone who's actually going to be against you, your family, who you are as a person. And that's the last thing you want. I'm going to be honest, 2016, I just thought I was voting for the president, to be honest. Like that, that was like my first election being a part of. Yeah. I walked in. And I see all these other names on the ballot. And I was like, who the heck are these people? <laughs> no one told me about these people. Yeah, I'm so confused. Seriously. <laughs> so, like, honestly, like, okay, that name sounds kind of cool. Oh, wait, I know that person. They talked about it in church. Yeah. Okay, maybe. Um, what about that person? I don't know. Okay, maybe, you know, that's such a terrible way to vote. <laughs> because you're voting for people. You're literally giving power to people to run your cities, run your budgets, run the systems. And what if they choose something that actually puts you and your family in jeopardy? Mm -hmm. I mean, we can look at the DACA program. Trump took away the DACA program. I bet you a lot of people didn't realize that voted for Trump thought that he was going to do that. Yeah. Now he did that. Now their family's in trouble. You know, now they have to own up to that responsibility and to that conversation. Mm -hmm. Thank God the Supreme Court overruled it. Yeah. Thank God he did. But I'm just saying, like, just to be put in that position just sucks. And that's not right. Yeah. And so local elections, it starts with our local elections, you know, and it, and it eventually ends in the White House. But it has to start somewhere. 
we can't just focus on the president. I'm going to be honest. And I think we can all say, even TikTok has said it, our presidential candidates aren't the greatest right now. <laughs> yeah. You know, we need like either Uncle Iroh from the Avatar of the Last Airbender. Yeah. We need Dr. Phil. We just need someone else. I'll you take know? Dr. Phil. Oprah, <laughs> you know, just give us someone. Oh, um, man. But I mean, the fact that these people, like these people were the last, I mean, it just says, it just says that someone's not voting. And I mean, we can even go to voting numbers. 29,000 people from Modesto, California voted their mayor uh, four years ago. And do you want to know how many people live here um, in the city and in the metro side of the city? 200,000 people live in the city. (laughs) And the metro side of the city is 500,000 people. Uh, oh, no. That's terrible. Oh, that sounds stressful. Yeah, exactly. So there's a portion of the population that's not getting rep- that's not getting represented. Um, and that's why we have all these problems, because people don't know what to vote for. And that's not their fault. It re- I don't think it is. I don't think it's anyone's fault. It's really... I did the research. It took me like four like four hours to just figure out Who's going to be on the ballot, you know? And now now I know what to look for. But in, in starting all of this, it just took forever. And it was, I was like, if I was, if I was one of my friends, I wouldn't even want to do any of this. <laughs> it's just, I'm, I'm just trying to chill. Like, I'm just, I'm just trying to crack up open a beer. Like, I'm just trying to sit, watch the Netflix binge, play some, I don't know, Warzone. Like, that's all I'm trying to do. <laughs> Nobody's trying to look at any of these things, you know? But again, that's not their fault. So... Yeah. I'm not too sure, but it was showing lines literally miles down. And it was because every machine was supposedly down at this voting center. Do you personally believe that voter suppression is a real thing? Do you think it's happening? Especially, I mean, the valley's small. The valley compared to everywhere else we're we're small and we yeah. can be the valley is you, very you small. can consider suppression um, to happen here do you personally believe that it does happen yeah. i think it does i think it happens without us realizing it's happening and and i think this this is the whole situation of what's going on is a lot of things are happening without without people realizing it's been happening um i have talked to uh, i think um, her name is Olivia from Familia Vota, and she did uh, like a voter regist- virtual voter registration for me for like our page. And she said something where California, you technically don't need your ID to uh, to vote. But there was one particular uh, poll polling oh. place where they were asking for ID. That little form, that's already voter yeah. uh, suppression right there. You know? And so even to like like having let's say you make one mistake in your 20s right you make one mistake in your 20s and now you can't vote because you have you're convicted you're a felon but you have a good life you learned your lesson now you're trying to build a better life but now you can't even you don't even have the right to vote because that right has been taken away from you that's that's true that's voter suppression right there you know and and you can't blame us for being young because we're we're gonna make stupid mm. mistakes. That's just the reality. But one mistake shouldn't yeah. define you for the rest of your life. And and that's like the issue here. And and that's one part of voter suppression. 
the ID part is, is a part of voter suppression. And so it's, it's very little things. Um, I still have mm -hmm. to yet look more information. Um, but this is, these are the two facts that were told to me. And, and I think voter suppression is a real thing because the reality is there's such a huge power in our vote. And, and, I, and I would like to say this too. I think voter suppression is also in the saying of, oh, my vote doesn't count. You're just adding to that suppression. Your vote does count. Mm -hmm. Your vote matters. Um, there's one person, um, I don't agree with all of her political beliefs, but I admire her hard work. It's, uh, her name's Alexandra uh, Ocasio-Cortez, AOC. Uh, she, she represents the Bronx mm -hmm. in um, New York. And so her, her political views, you know, that's a different conversation, but her hard work is incredible. She was able to take down an over 10 year Democrat that was sitting, representing that city, not doing anything to support that city. And then this young 28 year old girl says, nah, -uh, we're gonna kick you out. And she literally told everyone in the city to vote. She was knocking on doors. She was doing the old fashioned way. She was doing every single way. And she won, yeah. she won the election for yeah. her uh, district. And to me, that shows me that there is a power of vote. You know, you go back to Martin Luther King uh, Jr. where they uh, did the Selma March. It was because they were trying to fight for voter against, they were trying mm -hmm. to fight against voter suppression. Let's not waste the fight that Dr. Martin Luther King gave his life for yeah. because we think our vote doesn't count. You know, and so, yeah, I think voter suppression is, is real and it happens and it happens without us realizing it. Um, and there's probably a lot of stories, maybe the, a lot of mm. stories that haven't been recorded, um, that would probably devastate a lot of us, but it's real and yeah, we need to use our vote. So I know, vote. um, funny thing. I was one of those people. I'm 23, yes. um, 18. Okay. I was like, eh, not going to vote. Um, because I did also have the mindset of if I'm voting, I'm only voting for the president. I didn't even know. I didn't even know if you go yeah. over there, there's going to be a bunch of names yeah. um, until probably about age 20. Um, and mm -hmm. the whole, the president thing, I was always against. I'm always like, there's never going to be a president for us. You know, it's, it, it's always, it's this big thing. Mm -hmm. But then I looked into local, local elections, small things. And I was like, wait, hold up. This is like something that, I need to vote for this is legit something if I vote for this person this is actually yeah. going to change whereas when um yeah when it was uh the election with Trump I had just turned 18 and I was like eh what's the president really going to do for me kind of thing so I I yeah so I yeah. I grew out of that I I feel like I had to grow out of that yeah and yeah and that thought that you have I'm um, not saying that the president doesn't have power for the people. He does. He has, he can approve and he can disapprove for a bill. He can, he can be against those big stuff, but I almost see it like this. A president's job is to deal with the national mm -hmm. issues on a bigger scale. The governor governor's job is to deal with the state issues at a state level, you know, scale. Then the local governments is to deal with the issues of a city government, city level, yeah. you know, scale. Every single person is represented by a person. Every single person has a uh, perspective, has um, has the power to change something 
but they're in charge mm-hmm. of, of that they oversee, you know? And so if we pick the wrong people and we only focus on, on the bigger, it, it's like the, it's like the, it's like the therapy thought of if we only deal with the branches of the issues, you're never going to deal with the root. And I think it's the same thing. If, if we see issues in our local city, but yet we only want to cut off the branches, we're never going to deal with the root here. And I think yeah. every city in America needs to do that, you know, and then every state needs to do that. And then as a country together, we can vote mm-hmm. for the actual right person, you know, then how did, how did both of these yeah. candidates show up on the ballot? You know, like, and I guarantee you it's because literally probably less than maybe, maybe 75% of our country voted for them. You know, I, I don't have all the, the details and that's just an estimation, uh, estimation, but I do have some, like, I do some, have some statistics here where in the, in the 2020 primaries in our state, only 38% voted. And the yeah. primaries is a huge deal because you are selecting a person to represent your party. You're selecting someone to represent the people that ultimately is going to be the presidential election that's coming up in 2020. Yet only 38% of Californians get that. <laughs> what? We need some work. Yeah. We need some work. And hopefully... So, with everything going on, hopefully yeah. that will inspire inspire a lot of us to do it. Um, it's unfortunate that it's going to take this to do it, but I mean, we'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. So, any meetings with future representatives? Oh my gosh! I, it's honestly, it's the start. I am getting invited to um, hopefully uh, to the board of supervisors for the Stanislaus County um, to just have a conversation with our young community leaders about what's going on. Um, kind of trying to get in a meeting with the police chief. I've been working with the NAACP, Faith in the, uh, Faith in the Valley, uh, especially the Stanislaus part of it. And so just talking and just getting connected with so many different people and just, just trying to bring change in our city and so, uh, yeah, there is a lot coming in the works. Hopefully, as COVID lifts up, or who <laughs> knows when COVID will get down, hopefully we can see a, a big celebration yeah. coming soon with our communities. Um, so, so, any yeah. other than meeting any reps, any other future plans, collaborating with anybody else, uh, gonna, big job, gonna, I hear a website. Yes. Um, I'm going to collaborate with uh, DJ Callan and Drake. I'm just kidding. <laughs> there we <laughs> there go. go. Bring in the culture side of it. Imagine I that. know. <laughs> what, what a collaboration right there. Um, yeah, I, I guess, like I said, I, two weeks ago, I, in this analogy, I felt like I birthed something funny because I'm a female. Um, so I felt like I gave birth <laughs> to a vision, to an idea. And I'm like staring at the baby and I'm like, what is this? And if you know me, yeah. um, it's not that I, I, I do love kids, trust me, but I'm also, I'm, I'm that person that likes to work hard. I'm just trying to like make money, you know, like I'm just trying to be successful. There's a bee here. <laughs> we got to guess. <laughs> it was a fly. I was like, what is that? Um, fly. There we go. I'm just that person that just wants to have fun. You know, like you, I'm like, I'm a big picture. Do you know the Enneagrams? I'm a seven. Yes. I'm a seven on I the Enneagrams. I'm a big picture. Yes. Big okay. picture, big I personality, <laughs> second to details. 
So yeah. I think if I ever become a mom one day, I, it has to be freaking grace from the Lord, literally, <laughs> to just look at this business <laughs> and this is mine. I, I'm also the type of person that I would love to pay you to fix my problems as I continue on my journey. Yeah. Um, so anyways, yeah. That's <laughs> funny. I just got to paint the picture here so people know who I am. Yeah, I feel like we're the same person. If you guys don't know, if you're listening, I don't know Becca. I just seen her Instagram and I was like, I need this girl on the podcast. I don't know her, but I feel like I feel like we got the same yeah, vibe going on because I'm like, I know, this is the first conversation we yeah. had, and we're like vibing here. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I know. That's, that's always cool. like my that's fear cool. whenever I meet people. I'm like, are we gonna like vibe? Like, is it gonna be awkward? Like, I just don't yeah. know. It's so. You know, important. Are they gonna be able to carry a conversation? But. You're, you're cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, cool. so I feel like I just birthed the baby and I'm just staring at it and I'm getting all these gifts from people and I'm like, oh my goodness, I forgot to get the room ready. <laughs> you know, like I'm that person, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah. It's, it's still the beginning process. So many moving parts. I'm so thankful for the community of just the Central Valley, just wanting to be a part. And like I said, I want this movement to be for the people by the people. You know, I want I want that to be the statement. And although we have like a we have a statement of vision to simplify all of that, it's for the people, by the people, because people people are tired. I'm tired. You're tired. You know, I think this whole COVID situation brought light not just to what's happening in our lives personally, um, but has now highlighted the issues that surrounds us. And like this is like some if I can say this like as things begin to reopen, as things get normal or whenever that normal comes, let's not forget about the issues that are present. Cause I feel, I feel like if I, if I go back to last December, last, you know, you know, year. And I think about those, those good old days of just not caring, you know, like those know. good old days. <laughs> um, I was very ignorant to a lot of the things that were happening, you know? And, and I felt like if, if there was a death, it was a repost and that was it. You know, it was, uh, I yeah. emphasize, but not in the way where I'm calling my friends who, who are black and like saying like, Hey, how are you doing? What's going on? And having those conversations like a couple mm -hmm. weeks ago with some of my black friends, I cried. I told them I, I'm sorry if I, if I partake, I don't even know if I did, or maybe I did. And maybe I just don't want yeah. to acknowledge it because I'm ashamed of that issue. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Those conversations were intense. I had one with my friend and Honestly, uh, the way I approached her about asking about the world, um, she she even caught me. She was like, she was like, hey, um, by the way, you know, maybe not like this. Mm -hmm. Don't ask like this. And I was like, I'm so yeah. oblivious. Like, I didn't even notice that asking this way would affect you. She was like, no, like I was like, tell me more. And the fact that she was um, the fact that I had asked her, like, tell me more. How can I change it? She was like, all right, like we're we're going to change the world. <laughs> Yeah. And I think, yeah, COVID seriously, COVID probably like awoken this or awoke the woke. like, yeah, not anger, but like, um, like this passion mm -hmm. in people, like, let's focus on something real, real quick, you know, because if we, we were probably all so bored, and then we found a million things that we can focus on. And we're like, extreme push pedal. Yeah. Let's, go. let's change I'm, everything. Yeah. So yeah, so everything you're doing is about two two weeks old. The yeah, page we're two, two weeks, weeks old. old. Now we have over a thousand followers because of the unity <laughs> of the people. Oh, man. I know that's that's yeah, awesome. it's incredible. And so, 
Um, yeah, follow us at Vote for the Valley. Vote letter four, not letter number four. Number four. <laughs> that, <laughs> I I know, website coming soon. Um, a lot of the stuff will be up and running by hopefully uh, August fall as we actually really enter into campaign season, election season. And yeah, because yeah, right now um, we're not, we are in election season, but we're not, you know? And so it's yeah. like, we're, it's almost like we're getting ready for what, how that season looks like. So I think we came in in the perfect time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Um, all right. Cool. So we're reaching the 30 minute mark. Uh, let's go ahead and close this up. So you plugged your social uh anything else you need to plug any last i mean words, follow last me at becca donis with three n's there we go Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right guys and make sure to yes vote. make sure to, i know right, I'm, what i'm so like i'm like a millennial gen Z or here like what who am i <laughs> you're like wait plug the instagram plug the first instagram, plug the TikTok, everything yes yeah register to vote register to vote follow our page follow the updates um and oh i forgot instagram live we're actually doing live interviews with three of our mayor candidates at noon tuesday wednesday and think at noon so tune in we're gonna, ask, we're gonna have some awesome tough conversations uh with them and they've all said yes so let's go yeah cool yeah. oh it's gonna be awesome all right guys so we're gonna close it out here uh becca thank you for your wise you. words and everything you're doing on your page. Um, hopefully I'll get you back in as soon as we get closer to yes. election, election season. And we'll get your voice heard because, yeah, I, you educated yeah. me today. So I, I appreciate you. <sighs> All right. Thank you for listening to Shit to Talk About, guys. I am Marissa and I am with... Becca Donis from Vote for the Dallas. <laughs> yes. And we'll see you next time.